Hey everyone, welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts with Jessica and Shelly. Hey Shelly! Hello! What's up? Oh, you know, pretty quiet for a Sunday. Can't complain. Well, I've heard that it hasn't been so quiet in your world and you have some updates for us. I do. So last time we recorded, uh, the iPad had gone missing as a Friday. So did you ever find it? So, you know, smudged the house, didn't find it, kept looking. Doug left for a work trip on Monday um, and no one was in the house. And Mm -hmm. suddenly I saw the iPad back on the charger where it had disappeared from. Yeah, it's not on the charger. Literally, because Doug went on a work trip. Is this what happens with the the movie plot? Is the husband goes to work and leaves the housewife alone with her small children and their missing iPads? Absolutely, that is exactly what happened. And so when I saw it come back, I thought like, okay, no big deal. Like maybe the kids like before they left for school, mm-hmm. they like ran in and like plugged the iPad back in the charger, like whatever. So right, right. when when they came back from school, I was like dying to know, like, where was the iPad all weekend? Like, and who did you ask? So I asked Emma, it's her iPad. It keeps yeah. like getting lost Poor and Emma. then reappearing. So she came in and I was like, Emma, where was your iPad? Like, you found it this weekend? She's She looked so upset. She's like, no, yeah. remember, it's missing. No, I just got chills. And I was like, no. Okay. Okay. It was on the record. It's, it's <gasps> back. It's back. It's back on the charger. What was her reaction when she realized that it came back and you had asked her about it? So now what happens? So the girls have decided that the house is haunted. <gasps> They're on um, board. Wait till yeah. they find out their mom does a ghost podcast. That came out later. It did come out at some point during the night because things kept happening. So oh, like no. Doug's gone <laughs> and I feel like everything just amped up. So they're all a little spooked, whatever. They're upstairs. Everyone's getting ready for bed. I think the older girls came down for something and they start freaking out. And I was like, what's happening? And like- The ghost didn't set the alarm clock. That's what it was. I know. Well, that would be helpful. And this ghost is unhelpful. So Gwen comes upstairs, like really freaked out. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, you have to come see this. I walk downstairs and we have these cubbies when you come in the back door that has mm-hmm. like the shoes, the coats, the oh, yeah. suit, the backpacks, whatever. You guys are like the Brady Bunch. There's like six little cubbies. It's the cutest thing. Yeah, we are the Brady Bunch. So the items from the cubbies were in the middle of the floor. Like, like in, a, in a pile? Not like in a pile, but like it was as if somebody had picked them up and put them down. Like you could say, like some people might say like, what if it was the cats? You know, what if something didn't fall out of the cubby? Fall out, but it was like multiple backpacks, heavy backpacks, literally like placed in the middle of the floor. Ew, is that like a sacrifice to we are not going to school anymore? This is our our stance. See, it's a child ghost. It has to be. Don't send the children to school. They play with me all the time. You don't even know about it. So I'm trying to keep it positive, keep the mood light, like. Trying to, you know, like not – I don't want the kids to think like they're crazy. I don't want them to think I'm crazy. But I'm also like I want 
them to go to sleep. So I don't want them to be like freaked out. So I'm like, there might be a logical explanation that we just don't know yet, but we just, you know. Is there though? Is there? We won't know. (laughs) No, there isn't. Yeah. So what do you do if you're the person trying to calm down the children and you don't know yourself? That's totally the movie where like the mom goes and kids, everything's are fine. Everything's fine. They leave the room and buildings on fire. I kept saying like, if, if, something's going on. Whatever is happening is not bad. I, I told them like, oh, yeah. I can sense if something's bad, nothing's bad here. And they were very much like, but we don't understand what's happening. And that's the scary part. And I was like, I, well, yeah, we have a point. You're like, little um, do you know, I'm terrified, but I cannot tell you that because you are the small children. So then like the floodgates open, right? And they oh, start no. telling me stories of like at night, their no. closet handles like rattle like <gasps> someone's trying to open them or like one of the girls like they have uh like a dresser and they said like one night they saw it kind of shaking no that's like horror movie stuff i know and i'm like but i i don't want them to be afraid to go to sleep so i'm like well next time that happens just come get me like i can come i can see what's going on and you know don't be afraid to come get me Then while I'm, like, getting ready for bed, like, Gwen comes back downstairs and she's, like, the closet door just opened. Nope. This is, like, every (laughs) ghost movie. It really Believe the children. Believe the children. I know. There is a man in their room as we (laughs) – There's a a bowling ball above their head. No, it's a child ghost. It must be. It has to be be friendly. It's just unhelpful. It's it's so maybe it's a watcher of their dreams. I hope so. Just Let's, make sure you leave the back door open because remember the other one left through the back door and that's where all ghosts leave out the back yeah, door. Yes, I might try that again tonight. So, um, what else happened? So, like, you oh know, God. after that, oh no, so that night, um, you know, my cat is like the witch, like three in the morning, always. This one cat just like loves to like play on my head or like just like jump all over me. So she does that almost every night around three o'clock. So she was doing that. It's very normal. She She's like this cat that like, no matter what I do, she will not get off of me. Like she just won't stop. Stage five clinger cat. I know. I know. It's a little much. But the other cat, who's this grumpy old man cat out of nowhere, starts growling and not at my cat who's on me. And I'm like, I've never heard him growl in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, dogs growl. So when yeah. a cat growls, you should probably worry because that's not the normal sound they're supposed to make. Yeah. And then if it starts barking, then you have a possessed <laughs> possessed cat. I hope it doesn't start barking. But he's you growling. Can cat, you, can, you can make buku bucks on that girl. <laughs> um, yeah, get, get him his own TikTok account. It's like a talking donkey. Like on Shrek. <laughs> so the cat who never leaves me alone just suddenly stops. And they both look out the door into nope. the hallway. And they're just still. And I'm <gasps> like, what no. is happening? What are they looking at? What were they looking at? Well, I am proud of you for not going towards the danger. No, That's I did not. Every white girl in every movie does. No. Okay. That time I stayed perfectly still. I looked out into the hallway. I didn't see anything. And then I just went back to bed because I was tired. Well, 
I don't even know how you can even sleep, but I guess at this point, I I, I had sent Shelly a very funny video on Facebook and <laughs> yes, it was yes. a it was a TikToker and I'll have to get his name so I can give him some credit, but it was so funny and it was a, a man who said he couldn't afford to leave. The ghost was trying to get him to leave. <laughs> and uh he's he's put like get out and blood on the win- on the mirrors. And all he did was just walk over with some Windex and yep. clean it up. Like it felt very familiar to me. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then the ghost was like, So, what's up? And he's like, So how'd you die? You know, so at that <laughs> yeah. point you just become friends with the ghost. So maybe that'll be I'm trying to embrace it. It's just annoying. So like then I decided like I'm gonna start taking Emma's iPad and iPhone and I'm gonna keep it in my room so mm-hmm. I can keep an eye on it at all times, right? Right. So it stayed there all day. I had to leave to go like pick them up at like the rehearsal thing at night. So I was gone mm-hmm. for all of 10 minutes from my room. The first you did 10 not minutes. bring it to the bathroom with you. No, I, okay. I had to go. I had to leave the whole house, came back. Oh. The iPad was there. The phone was gone. What? And it showed up the next morning on the kitchen counter. Ew. And no one's home. I mean, no one, no one was around. It was also like I told Doug, like it was hidden in a spot oh. that no kid would know mm. to get it from. That's even creepier. Yeah. You didn't tell me that part. Yeah. So oh, I put it in the secret spot that only like I would find and not the children. And then no. Yeah. And so I feel utterly insane. Doug's gone. I'm I'm freaked out. I'm trying not to be freaked out. So I message my neighbor. I go out on a limb and I'm like, all right. You're going to think I'm crazy, but she lives in a house very similar to mine down the street. And I explained to her what was going on. And I was like, has this ever happened to you? Did you hear anything about my house like before I moved in? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you are not crazy. The same stuff happens at my house. She She said the disappearing, reappearing thing constantly happens. She said she feels presences in rooms and she smudges the house. And so, no, that ghost lives in multiple houses. So it better pay rent on all those. I like there's like a ghost party happening on my block. You do have a pretty badass backyard, though, that like sits on a creepy, grassy hill. Yeah. And your house looks haunted. So that's probably where all the ghosts want to hang out because. It makes sense. And all the houses on this block kind of look the same. So I I feel like there's like, I don't know, maybe the ghosts are just like living in an alternate reality apart from us. And they're just going among, like along yeah. in their lives, talking they to kegs of beer and, and they're just living their best life. And then they're like, ooh, an <laughs> iPad. I you go, you can take it off the charger phone. and you go put it back. <laughs> now you go take the cell phone like how many of them are there i don't know but i have a feeling they're they're definitely having a good laugh at your expense yeah, i know it's great it's awesome i and then it, i mean just you know icing on the cake like it happened again on friday the ipad went missing we found it in a really weird spot that no one would put it and i'm just like how does one get rid of this like who do i call do i call a pastor I don't even know because if they're not evil thing, I, I don't know what. I just really want it to stop. Like I just, because I feel insane. It's very annoying. It's inconvenient. And like, I totally. just want it to stop. Like get how your do own I- iPad ghosts, get your own iPad. <laughs> that is it. We are sick of you. But now I'm like paranoid to like leave my phone anywhere ever. 
I just carry yeah. it with me constantly. I'm like, what well, if it- yeah, you have a little bit of a, a shoulder to look over with yeah. this, you know, they have sticky fingers ghosts over there. Yeah. They just need to make a quick phone call to heaven real quick and they're just gonna call their their grandmother. <laughs> Let me just use your iPhone real quick, because I know how to use an iPhone. I mean, it always gets returned, you know. Yeah. They don't maybe they just want to play some badass music at their ghost parties. Well, I kind of want to know what's going on. I want to. Did you check the history, the search history? The search history. Or the uh, oh, <laughs> the web history. It's like, how do ghosts get girlfriends? That's actually a good <laughs> idea, though. Every time oh. something goes missing, you got to check the phone or the iPad. Yeah, we haven't done that. They downloaded a really nasty app or something. And then you're like, kids, how dare you? And they're like, it wasn't me, mommy. And you're like, I don't believe you because ghosts aren't real. But and then it's always to believe the children. Yeah, I'll believe it. I'm curious now. What if it's like how to reappear as a ghost or <laughs> what would a ghost search for? As long as it's not how to kill the whole family. How to kill <laughs> How to take my house back. How to get rid of living. <laughs> All right. Well, that those are my updates. Oh. I, I hope those are the end of my updates, but I will keep you posted. I don't even know how to top that because that shit's real and it's a little too close to home that I go to your house all the time. So please yeah. be nice, ghost, because I don't want to follow. Yeah. I, I wonder. Don't I wonder- follow me home. We should record next time on the third floor. I'm very curious. Oh, you are just to what would happen. <laughs> Follow me home, girl. It's gonna be like, no. oh, who's this? What I wonder what her house looks like. And then he's gonna come to my house and then go back to your house. Then come to my house. He's gonna be sleeping in my car. It's gonna be a whole thing. They just want your microphone, your well, computer. They're just curious about technology. Fine. Well, I'll think about it. It's either a basement or an attic or a third floor, or whatever, with you people. I can't. I know. I'm not going to make you go in my basement. I promise. It's oh crazy down there. But you're going to make me go on third floor with ghosts. Okay. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> I question your motives. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, this week, uh, I, I don't know how I can top that really, but I was actually, do you remember old school back in the day, Reader's Digest? Yeah. Okay. So now it's like online. Which okay. is really cool. So shout out to okay. Reader's Digest for, you know, still living your best life. But, you know, we just remember you from when we were little and had a little oh, Reader's Lord. Digest book that no one wanted to ever really – because we were kids. It was yeah. exciting in there. It was so, tiny. Like the TV yeah. guide, you know? Yeah. Kind of so anyway, I found this awesome article. It's 12 Real Ghost Stories You Won't Want to Read at Night. Oh, and they're oh. very, very short because um, these were more like Reddit posts. Mm-hmm. And I just love stuff like that because people don't give you all the details and then you're like, oh, but I need to know more. And it's just enough to scare the hell out of you and then move on. <laughs> so, And it is nighttime right yeah. now. So. And and I love the, the capturing title underneath. It says, calling on only the bravest and boldest of ghost hunters. These stories are not for the faint of heart. Ooh. So of course I'm going to read them. Did you read it yet? I read two of them and then I had to stop because they were just getting a little too creepy. So this one's called The Little Hands. No, not already. I'm out. (laughs) You already hate it. I already hate it. That's the end of the story. That's how short it was. (laughs) Sorry, Shelly, but I have to actually read it. I've never lived in a haunted house, but my mother did as a teen. 
writes Reddit.com user Patented Space Hook, recounting a true event. Other houses on her street had strange things, strange things going on too, like your neighbor. Mm-hmm. A few homes away from her lived a family. One night, the daughter went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead. She'd passed away from an aneurysm. That's what? absolutely awful. After her funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, my mom's brother, to check on their pets. My mom and dad, who were dating at the time, went with them. My mother had heard there was a grand piano, and she wanted to play it. My dad was studying to be a veterinarian. After entering the house, my uncle and my father headed to the basement to see the animals. Don't go to the basement. And my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it, and she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing, and then she felt it again. She looked under the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Back outside, my uncle could tell my mom was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened, and he turned white. He told her the daughter who had died used to play a game with her father. When he played the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles, and push his feet up and down on the pedals. If that experience sounds thrilling to you, then you might want to check out Most Haunted Places in America, what paranormal experts are saying. That's the end of that story. That is terrifying. Right? But see, not not in an evil way, right? Like that's terrifying in a way that's like, I just can't explain this. Why is this happening? Little hands. Yeah. Oh. But probably just being playful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice ghost. Yeah. This one's called The Phantom Patient. The ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted ambulance, Rig 12, recounts Reddit.com user Zerbo. A lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock in paranormal stuff. That is, until I had my own experience with Rig 12. My partner and I were working in a rural community at 3 a.m. Hello. 3 a.m. I'm not making this stuff up. Mm-mm. And it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat and she was in the passenger seat. I woke up to a muffled voice, but I thought my partner was talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, oh my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. What? My partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. Things were quiet for a couple of seconds. Then we heard the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. I turned on the lights and we ran out of the rig. I thought a transient might might have climbed in while we were asleep, so we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was opened. We didn't sleep much after that. That's a good one. (sighs) I just got Uh. shit again. Good Lord. This one actually might kind of goes in with your neighbor story because, you know, maybe you can share this with your neighbor. My neighbor Diane and I had a playful poltergeist for years and we called it Billy. Okay. Maybe Billy's your ghost. Yeah. So begins Reddit.com user Abby's alibi in their real life ghost story. I'd come home and find something put in a weird place. Milk in a cupboard, toilet paper in the fridge, Uh laundry detergent in the bathtub. Diane once called to ask if Billy had been around because she couldn't find a gallon of milk. 
we finally found it outside on her back steps and sugar. Darn sugar. Every morning, my sugar bowl was empty. What? See? It's a thing. When I've had enough, I would point to Diane's home and yell, go see Diane. Within five minutes, I'd get a call from her. Thanks a lot, she'd say. He'd gone and pulled shenanigans at her place. This occurred for the entire two years we lived there. No one believed us, not even our husbands. My mother thought someone was stealing from us when we were sleeping out, sleeping or out of the house. My sister believed something was going on, but didn't know what. I still can't explain any of it. That's the thing. Like, it's this, it's not anything crazy, right? It's not like you're like, I saw this person at the end of the hallway. You're just like, things keep happening and I feel insane and I don't know how to explain it. But it's helpful when a neighbor experiences something similar. Now you can just say, go home, Billy. I'm calling it Billy from now on. You should, Billy. Is it a goat? Billy the goat. Billy the ghost. Billy the ghost. The eerie attic is the next one. Before Reddit.com user Digsdaw got down to recounting their scariest of ghost stories about living in a place that was obviously teeming with honest-to-goodness members of the spiritual world. They pointed out the irony of ghost stories that begin with the phrase, I don't believe in ghosts, but Mm -hmm. after all, no matter how a ghost story begins, it always hinges on the notion that, come on, of course, we believe in ghosts. (laughs) A few years ago, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. They went on to recall. It was my first time living on my own. The apartment block had been built in the 1930s. Well, that's the first problem. It's just old. Uh, Remember, I'm buying my house 2022 going forward. Nothing. I'm not moving into any old building. Well, make sure you know what it's being built on. Oh, yeah. No burial grounds. Yeah. Noted. I'd been there for a few months when I came home from work one day and went into the bathroom. Hello, always the bathroom. I saw something strange, a wooden board, which had covered a hole in the ceiling that led to a small attic space, lay fractured in two pieces on the ground. I examined the pieces. The board was an inch thick, and it would have taken Bruce Lee to break it. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic. I was frozen stiff with fear. Someone is up there for sure, I thought. I emailed pictures to the landlord asking if anyone had been there with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me. Her reply read, please call me as soon as you're able to. Mm. I called and she explained that her last two tenants had said the same thing happened. What? What? She promised to replace the board and she did. A month later, I woke up one night around 4 a.m., no coincidence there. My body was covered in goosebumps. It felt like someone was rubbing his or her hands on me. Everything was silent, but then I heard a dragging sound coming from above my bed. It was as if someone was pulling a sack of potatoes or bowling or bowling bag. I froze, convinced someone was up there. There is no way an animal could make that sound. After five minutes, I worked up the courage to turn on the light, armed myself with a cricket bat, and walked to the bathroom. (laughs) That's when I saw that the new board covering the hole was broken in two. I felt sick. The dragging sound had stopped, but I heard something else whispering. The sound was clear and coming from the attic. It sounded like children's voices, and I could hear one sentence repeated over and over. It's your turn. What? It's your turn. 
That is some of the creepiest shit I've ever heard. I switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal. It was 5 a.m. and dark outside. I watched TV to try to unwind. Then a fuse blew. (sighs) My pet budgie, Budgie. Dexter, Dexter, whom I kept in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night, but he started squawking like he was being strangled. I've never heard him make those sorts of noises. He was screaming. I grabbed my car keys, ran out, sat in my car, and waited there until the sun came up. When I saw people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back in. The front door was open, but I figured I must have might have forgotten to close it when I ran out. I went to the kitchen to check on Dexter, but he wasn't in his cage. I felt sick again. All my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked to the bathroom, I heard splashing. Dexter was half drowned in the toilet. What? I took him out, washed him, and dried him. I was so confused. At 8 a.m., I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of the night. Oh, wow. You heard the whispering, too? She said. I stayed in that apartment for another 18 months. No. Girl. (laughs) I can't. I heard the whispering on a few occasions, and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I live elsewhere now, the landlord recently called. She said that her new tenants had begged to speak with me about some of the stuff that's been going on there. Forget it. It's their problem now. Well, yeah. I mean. She should kind of disclose that before, you know, the landlord should be disclosing some of that because. I don't think anyone would live there. Like who, I don't know. Like, are we the idiots that would be like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's live with that ghost, you know, or. People want to live in a haunted place, right? I don't know. I don't. I certainly do not. Mm. I Mm -mm. do, but I do not want to. You want to just have the the illusion of the, but you don't want to actually live in one and you actually live in one. So I'm really sorry about that. So I don't. (laughs) Can you get your money back or like, how does that work? I mean. At least it's not saying it's your turn. It's your turn from the attic whispering. Yeah. Fuck no. Did you ever hear, though, about like there are all those stories and I can collect them sometime. They're not like paranormal stories, but like of people who have people living in their attic or in their walls without them knowing. Um. Yeah. There's so many of those stories. I know. There, well, there's also like the creepy like squatter stuff going on. Then you're like, oh, it's probably a squatter somewhere. But but you don't want that in your house. And that don't happens. It does. It happens. There's a lot of uh, a lot of creepy things. There's a there's a movie. I think it's called The Boy. Hmm. And it it it's a doll. I won't ruin it, but it has something to do with the walls. Just watch yeah. the movie. It's it's all right. I'm gonna watch it, and uh, I'm just gonna close with one more short one. If you if you have a couple minutes, Shelley. Oh, absolutely. I've got nothing all right. to do. I, you know, these are getting some creepy, and I'm gonna save some for the next time I do this because I can't I can't read them all no, one no. night. I'm not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna no. sleep. <gasps> it's your turn. So okay, your turn. The boy with no eyes. Oh, one night when I was ten. I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. Reddit.com user KMendo4 recalls of a childhood brush with a very persistent ghostly apparition. I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just mom, I thought, and I opened my eyes. 
It was not my mom. Mm-hmm. I found an eyeless boy. Mm-mm. He had black, empty sockets. About my age, sitting at the foot of my bed. He extended his hand, and in it was a little box. I was startled, but reached out. He pulled back. I reached again and said, give it. Then I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone. But I could still see the imprint where he sat on my bed. Fast forward five years. My girlfriend came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. When they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness, and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years. I was with the same girlfriend, and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. This is so, there's so many things going on with this story. <laughs> my daughter started waking up at the same time every night, and she'd talk. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. She said, it's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. Oh. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. That's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to unpack. But that reminds me of, do you ever hear, and I I can't go into it because I haven't done enough research on it, but the like legend of the, was it the black eyed children? No. Have you never heard of this? No. Ooh, I'm going to do an urban legend episode next Ooh, time. Ooh, I love urban legend stuff. Because you know what? I, and I think um, maybe it might have been episode two or three, something I did early on, and mm-hmm. uh, Crybaby Bridge. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, I just love like urban legend stuff because you'll never know. Yeah. It's an urban legend. Like it, it stemmed, like you can't go back to the 1800s and ask someone. Right. But it came from, it comes from somewhere. And like what, everybody's in cahoots together making something up? I don't think so. No. That's why you got to believe the children, Shelly. I'm not Everything believing the black eyed children. Never believe those. Don't, don't believe the boy with no eyes. He might be looking for his mommy, but he might also be a psycho child. And we need to make sure yeah. we're Just- on guard. And if your dog, if your cat starts barking, so we've, we've crossed, you know, so what's your next step, Shelly? What's your next step in this adventure of your house is haunted and I have to wait an entire week. So I think that if things keep happening, I'm either going to contact the pastor that married us and just kind of be like, do you do this? Like, would you come bless the house? Like it's worth a shot doesn't hurt to ask. Um, and if that doesn't pan out, maybe my mom said maybe like contact somebody who does Reiki. Maybe there's like a negative mm-hmm. energy thing going. Like I need to do something. Yeah. Something need- needs to, yeah. Because it's clearly happening too frequently. And now it seems to be happening at a rapid pace since yeah. you started this podcast. So I really hope Mr. or Mrs. or Child Ghost, please don't punish us. But, you know. Shelly really needs her iPhone and her kids need her iPad and we're not going to send you to school. So don't worry. Just need you to, because I'm also like, okay, 
you know how like ghosts sometimes it's like they have unfinished business. Yes. So they're trying to like get your attention in order to like tell you something. So I'm open to that. Right. They need me to deliver a message to someone or do something, right. whatever. Like I'm open, but I don't know what to do. I feel very helpless. Yeah. Shelly will pencil you in on her iPhone. You just need to give it to her so she can put it in her no. calendar. <laughs> don't write in blood on the walls. That does not get anyone's attention other than we want to move out. Yeah. Or I'm just going to. I'm just going to wipe it off with Windex because I have to what live if, here. Yeah. What if we ask the ghost to do something very specific so we know that they have a message? I mean, I want the ghost to fix my grandmother's clock. Oh. I've asked it to do that before. I'll try it again. But like. Maybe they were Googling on the iPad how to fix grandma's clock. If that happens, I oh. don't know what I will do. <laughs> And you know what? I just got chills because Shelly, what you guys don't know is that I always predict things like accidentally. Yeah. So please let's not manifest this. I don't want to scare you, Shelly. I I mean, it would be helpful if the clock gets fixed. It's a very helpful ghost, but I'm also going to, I don't know what my next move would be if that clock gets fixed. I don't know what my next move would be either. I'm totally putting it on the third floor tonight to see what happens though. Oh my God, please. I'm definitely going to do that like as soon as we're done. <laughs> and you need to check the search history or the browser history for all the devices right after they go missing. As soon as you find it. Yeah. I think we also have to do the like find my phone thing. Oh my God, you don't even do that. I forgot about that. Because, like, what if we're looking for it and we, like, go to search for it? Where is it going to show up? Oh, my ew, I just got right? it. <laughs> so we need to do that. Well, you know what's even crazier is, so, like, if I leave my iPad at, like, my boyfriend's house and I live, like, five minutes away, so as soon as I drive away, my phone has an alert and it says, like, your iPad is no longer here. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? So you're going to know when something goes missing if you're away from it. So like if you go to work, like Doug drives to a building or something and takes it with him, it's going to say on your phone, it's no longer home or wherever. Yeah. It's no longer with you. Like you have it designated to your iPhone or something. Yeah, I we have to do that. that. Yeah, got to oh, do it. That's wild. I'll keep you posted. You need to keep me posted. All right, well... Thanks everyone for listening. And uh, as always, um, we love to scare each other, but uh, we like <laughs> to scare you as well. If you have any of your own stories that you want to share or you want us to read, please email us at areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at areyouafraidofghosts. And we will definitely post when we have new episodes on Facebook and Instagram and all that jazz. And you can find Shelly and I on Facebook. Um, is that it? That's Anything it. else, Shelly? I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's enough for tonight, girl. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.